...separated only by a single syllable. And if at any time you are overwhelmed by the evidence presented here, and begin to feel like all the certainties of your world are being knocked away like ten pins, turn off this tape and step outside. Look up at the stars. Consider the vastness of the universe and say to yourself, Well, so much for this. Nostradamus, the man who saw tomorrow yesterday. Writing about the future without mentioning Nostradamus would be like writing about art without mentioning Leroy Neiman. He is the most famous, the most quoted, the most widely analyzed, and apparently the most successful prophet in all modern history. He foresaw, among other events, the Great London Fire of 1666, the French Revolution, the fall of the Romanovs, World War II, though not World War I, and the atomic bomb. Believers in his prophecies range from Catherine de' Medici and Elizabeth I to Orson Welles and Dudley Moore. He is, according to one commentator, the Wayne Gretzky of the world of prophecy. He was trained as a physician in 16th century France, an era when most learned men studied astronomy and astrology along with general science, perhaps because courses in creative writing and social psychology weren't available even on the graduate level. Also, despite the best efforts of the Inquisition, belief in the occult was fairly common. On the surface, Nostradamus was your average post-medieval doctor, alchemist, future visionary, what truly sets Nostradamus apart from the seers of his time and ours is the power of his prediction. So great is his influence and accurate his visions that he has been translated and reprinted continuously since his first publication. The only other book that can claim such popularity is the Bible. And, with the rapid unfolding of world events, new translations and interpretations of his puzzling poems will keep publishers jumping for years. Many people don't know that Nostradamus also made an important mark as a cosmetician and chef. His treatise on makeup contained many recipes for beauty creams of all sorts, including one for a rejuvenating pomade made of coral, leaf gold, and lapis lazuli. His specialty as a chef was a quince jelly of a sovereign beauty, goodness, taste, and excellence proper to be presented to a king. So, for a proper picture of the greatness of this man— Imagine combining parts of Sidney Omar, Latoya Jackson and her psychic hotline, Coco Chanel, and Mrs. Smuckers, plus a little Dr. Quinn medicine woman. Michel de Nostradam was born in 1503 in Provence to a middle-class family of recently Christianized Jews. He was a bright child, schooled by his grandfathers in astrology and history, and the mystic sciences such as the ancient Hebrew Kabbalah and alchemy, according to some, and later went on to study medicine. But, like so many people of his ethnic background, he eventually felt torn between a comfortable income as a doctor and the bright lights and adulation of stardom. You can still see people struggling with this dilemma in community theater groups everywhere. He chose to work in medicine, and, luckily for Nostradamus, the years following 1525 were great ones for the plague in southern France. He gained a wide reputation for his skills and bravery in treating the dread disease. According to some, he gathered rose petals for making vitamin C lozenges for his patients and cured a great many sufferers. 
The fact that rose petals contain no vitamin C, although rose hips do, or that vitamins might prevent someone from catching the plague but could never cure it, are beside the point when we try to measure the greatness of the man or the accuracy of his modern interpreters. His medical work, unfortunately, kept him away from home for great lengths of time, and his wife and two young children succumbed to the dread disease he was busy combating. That no psychic premonition of their deaths came to the most gifted seer of all time may be curious, but there is probably a simple explanation. Maybe he didn't check his psychic messages that day. He was a busy man, hey! But this disaster did nothing for his professional reputation. Heartbroken, Nostradamus left his home in Agen and wandered Europe for a decade, practicing medicine here and there and consulting with astrologers and others in the mystic arts. Some sources say his divinatory powers increased greatly during this period, and he sometimes made future predictions to amuse friends at gatherings, a popular pastime of sixth-grade slumber parties even today.